0: Hallelujah. Feels good in the house of the Lord tonight. Amen. Good to be with all of you in the house of the Lord tonight. Amen. Aren't you happy to be in His house? Aren't you glad to be in His presence? Aren't you glad to be saved? Aren't you glad to be full of the Holy Ghost? Aren't you glad for what the Lord has done for you? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's thank Him tonight for His goodness hallelujah jesus glory to your name jesus hallelujah hallelujah friend there's just something down inside of me tonight hallelujah i'm not i'm not satisfied amen with just an ordinary amen just functioning service i'm not looking for something just to get me by through tonight pastor but i am looking for holy ghost power I need something down inside of me. That's what's going to make the difference. Amen. None of this surface outward expression. Amen. But there's something down inside of me tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Anybody want a, a baptism of the Holy Ghost tonight? Anybody interested? Amen. In that Holy Ghost power. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, Luke chapter 24, verse 45 through 47, and verse 49, we'll skip 48, amen, temporarily, amen, thankful to be in the house of the Lord, thank you pastor for this opportunity, amen, to minister the word of the Lord, amen, honor him, honor this church, amen, honor God, amen, and we'll be praying for pastor as he travels to and works in Africa, Amen. We're going to be faithful and diligent in that. Amen. Luke chapter 24, verse 45 says, Then opened he their understanding, that they might understand the Scriptures, and said unto them, Thus it is written, and thus it behooved Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day, and that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name among all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. Skip down to verse 49, and behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you. Everybody say, I send the promise of the Father. Hallelujah. And but tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem until. Can you say until? That means you've got to wait a little while. I mean, that means that it's not waiting on you, but you have to wait on it. But if you can wait, Amen. If you're willing, amen, to wait for it. There is some power. Amen. There is a promise of Holy Ghost power, amen, for you. For you, for your children, to all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call if you can wait. Hallelujah. They that wait on the Lord. Amen. It shall renew their strength. They will mount up with wings as eagles. And they shall soar, pastor. Hallelujah. That's what the power can do for you. That's what Holy Ghost power can do for you. Amen. When it feels like you're crawling. I mean, if you can wait on the power. Amen. It can make you soar. Amen. Like an eagle. I don't have anything profound for you here tonight. Amen, I just got a simple message, Pastor. Amen, a plan for the power. Amen, God has a plan, amen, for his power. Amen, and may I say in his people. Amen, there is a plan for the power in the people of God. Amen, if he doesn't have a people, amen, there is no place to put the power. There's a lot of Ps in that statement. Amen, but there is a plan. He's got a plan for the power. Of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Why don't we lay our Bibles down? Amen. And and ask the Lord to help us in the remaining portion of this service. Hallelujah. 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 Somebody magnify the Lord tonight. Come on, the Bible says, from the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Hallelujah, Jesus. Lord, I praise you tonight. Lord, I'm thankful for your power. Lord, I'm thankful for the Holy Ghost. Thankful for this church, God. I'm thankful, amen, for the power of the Holy Ghost that I feel. Amen, in this house tonight, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together tonight. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. God bless you. Amen. You can be seated in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Verse 28 of Luke chapter 24 tells us, amen, that ye are, Jesus speaking to the disciples, witnesses of these things amen the only eyewitness account that Jesus had of the miracles amen and the wonderful works that he did as he walked upon amen this terra firma amen was those apostolic disciples amen that he amen recruited to be a part of his kingdom Amen, those were the only eyewitness accounts, amen, and testimonies, amen, that could be given, amen, of what God had done. Amen, I read a little bit, didn't put it in my notes, but I want to insert this here, amen, that I I was just reading a little bit about, amen, what witnesses do, amen, in a court of law. Amen, a witness, an eyewitness account can be admitted or submitted to, amen, legal documents as a form of evidence amen you don't have to have tangible evidence but if you have somebody that saw it go down amen and they can testify to the fact amen that can be submitted as evidence so the only evidence amen that jesus had amen of the miracles and the wonderful works that he did and was the apostle's Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, I mean those I mean and, and later on in the later portion of the New Testament scripture, I and mean, we see the written eyewitness accounts, amen, I of Jesus' mighty works. Jesus said, You are witnesses of these things. Alright, now let me make it relevant to us here today. Amen. You are the witness. Amen. Are the eyewitness account. The only eyewitness account that God has on this earth today. If anybody is going to discover, amen, how real God is, amen if anybody is going to realize and understand amen the mighty power and the wonderful works that we believe He can still do today, I mean it's going to come through your and my mouth. ye are the witnesses of these things. You are the only witness of the truth, friend. Hallelujah, hallelujah, and I submit to you tonight that that is the plan for the power, to give a witness, to testify of what the Lord has done for us. He didn't save us for us to turn right around and go back into it. He didn't deliver us. He didn't give us the power to overcome, and then so we can just continually struggle day in and day out he's looking for some eyewitness accounts he's looking for somebody and to get so excited about what the lord has done for them that they can't help but tell somebody they can't sit still Amen. When they are telling the lies and throwing accusations at what I believe, and when they blame, amen, my God, amen, for, amen, the destruction of what is modern society, amen. When they try, amen, I am the only eyewitness account that he has. Hallelujah. And you are too. Amen. You shall be. You shall be witnesses of these things. Amen. Jesus said, you disciples, go to Jerusalem. I'm going to give you some power. Amen. I don't want you just to sit around on your hands. Amen. But you ought to get out into the streets and testify. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. All right. Let me get to my notes and I'll show you Amen, some examples. Acts chapter 1 and 8, you shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem, and in all Judea, and in Samaria, and into the uttermost part of the earth. Amen. That's the reason for the power. We all know that scripture is very familiar to us, and I'm not preaching anything brand new tonight. Amen. But ye shall receive power, and ye shall be witnesses. Amen. On the day of Pentecost, the Holy Ghost was poured out on the apostles in Jerusalem. And immediately, Peter, Apostle Peter, steps into the witness stand and testifies to the men of Jerusalem, amen, and Judea. Amen. In Acts chapter 2, verse 40, and with many other words, the Bible says, did he testify? The first testimony, amen, of the goodness of Jesus, amen, with many other words, did he testify? He's being a witness. I I, I mean, this is sort of a tangent here, but what he testified was an exhort, saying, Save yourselves from this untoward generation. And they that gladly received his word were baptized, and the same day were added unto them about Three thousand souls, because somebody was willing to testify. Paul, uh, Peter told, uh, and then the crowd that day that it's your responsibility, Dad. We talked. I Me, mean, the reason I said Dad is because we talked about it a couple yesterday. I think I don't know, and uh, <clears throat> talked about how important it is it is for us. To receive, or to take on the responsibility of our own salvation, we can throw it off onto somebody else and say, "Well, they're the reason why I'm struggling," or we can come up with some other excuses and say that I'm having a bad day. I'm sick. My body is not feeling well. I. And we can use that as an excuse as to why, amen. We don't. We're living the way that we're living, or we can, you know, talk. You know, this. Did you hear what this person said about me? And talk about that, or we could say, you know, Pastor. I mean, he looked at me the wrong way, and uh, so it's his fault. Peter didn't say. I'm not contradicting this because there's principle in the scripture, amen. That teaches, amen. That, amen that we cannot be saved unless we hear and we can't hear without a preacher in Romans chapter 1 is that Romans chapter 10 okay and um, talks about ta- teaches us I mean how shall they be saved I mean unless they hear and how shall they hear I mean without a preacher and how shall they preach except they be sent. so I'm not saying I mean, you can't be that that you don't need a preacher because you do need a preacher. Amen, but there is a point, amen, when the preacher preaches to you. I mean, the the responsibility transfers, amen, from the pulpit into the pew. And Peter said that you have to learn to save yourself. This is not a part of my notes, but I really did feel it in prayer. And so I'm going to hit it because, I mean, that's what pastor taught me to do. That's what my so I'm taking responsibility, Pastor. You taught me, Amen. That what I feel I need to preach, and so that's what I'm going to do tonight, Amen. Because I will feel, Amen. Like if if I don't say what I feel in the Holy Ghost, Amen, I am responsible for that. But child of God, amen, I we've got to somehow stop blaming others. We gotta somehow, amen, I take the blame and place it squarely on our own shoulders and say, God, I'm taking responsibility for what I've done. Amen. I and I am going to save myself. This message, amen, I is not original with me tonight. I didn't just dream this one up. I mean, this is something that occurred Amen, I to the Apostle Peter on the day of Pentecost. I mean, this is a part of the apostolic church since day one. We've got to save ourselves. You have to save yourself. When you go home, amen, amen what you do at, at your home and, and, the, and the things, amen, that you know amen, are right or wrong, amen, it's up to you. You have to save yourself. When pastor preaches, amen, I across this pulpit, amen, I and talks about something, amen, I that you may disagree with or may contradict your own theology, amen, I it's your responsibility to seek out his counsel and say, Pastor, I'm confused. I need your help. And save yourself. what's the alternative the alternative amen is to talk about him and say i don't agree with what he said and i don't i don't i don't believe what he was preaching and then amen we're in big trouble amen but if we can take the initiative and go and save ourselves, amen we should be so much further along friend amen you've got to save yourself you got to save yourself from this untoward generation. I mean, the enemy is taking advantage of the people of God. He's dropping lies here and lies there. I mean, he's placing people strategically in your life, amen, in an untoward way. And it's your responsibility to be completely transparent with God and say, God, I'm going to save myself. I'm going to change according to the word of God. When the man of God preaches, I'm going to be saved. I'm going to change. I'm going to apply it to myself. Anybody believe this here tonight? Anybody want to save yourself? Amen. There is, it is impossible amen, to expect amen, some other man, amen, some other fallible human being, amen, to know all of the secrets of your heart. It's impossible. But if you take on the initiative and responsibility and save yourself, that's where, I mean, every secret, Brother Nelson, every clo- everything behind closed doors, I mean, every single problem, every single situation, I mean, can be resolved, can be saved. Because you're saving yourself. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's give the Lord some glory here tonight. hallelujah jesus hallelujah i promised myself that i would try and pace my voice because i've had a little cold and it's already playing out on me so might get get what you ordered brother nick 45 minute sermon here tonight No, I could get him in my corner if I could at least give him a little hope. Acts 4 and 33 says, And with great power gave the apostles witness of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. And great grace was upon them all. Great grace is on those who gave great witness. Did you hear me? And with great power, gave the apostles witness of the resurrection of the Lord. And great grace was upon them all. Great grace comes to those that gives a great witness. You need help? I do. In fact, I need a lot of help. I need great grace. There's a lot right here. You you think about when we begin to see souls trickle in these two double doors here. Because of our witness, because of our testimony, because of the things that we shared. And then they see us in an altar. Amen. Receiving the great grace that God promised to those where we give great witness, what kind of results will that produce? Foot the coin. Now, when you see them in the altar, Amen. I God's going to give you great grace, Amen, to make it down to that altar with them and pray them through to they get to the Holy Ghost. And then we have a fully functioning apostolic church, and then great grace, amen, is going to continue day in and day out, amen, when I struggle, amen, with this old carnal flesh, amen, when I deal, amen, with my day-to-day jobs and obligations, I've got the great grace that I need, amen, the Holy Ghost help that I need, amen, to make it through another day, and I'm looking forward to Tuesday, and I'm looking forward to Thursday night, and I'm looking forward to another Sunday morning, amen, where another soul, another person that I testified to, Friend, there's great grace in that, amen, there's something great, amen, about a fully functioning apostolic church, amen, that is giving great, powerful testimonies and witness of the power of God. I'm telling you it will change uh, us pastor it will change you it will change you it will change you it'll heal you I and mean, then because you have Holy Ghost uh, grace moving in our services it'll deliver you because we have Holy Ghost power moving in our services I and mean, then it'll change I feel it right now I feel the Holy Ghost uh, and then bearing witness of what I'm saying pastor Holy Ghost Hallelujah, hallelujah. Anybody want to testify? Anybody want to tell about the goodness of of Jesus? Come on, let's magnify the Lord here for a moment. Oh, Jesus, hallelujah, 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 Jesus. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you, Jesus, for what you've done for me. Thank you, Jesus, for where you brought me from. Look where he brought me from. Look where he brought me from brought me out of darkness into his marvelous light. Look where he brought me from. Let me see you, Sister Rebecca. Look where he brought me from. Look where he brought me from. Brought me out of darkness into his marvelous light. Look where he brought me from. You don't know how glad I am you don't know how glad I am hey Andrew you don't know how glad I am he brought me out of darkness my God I wish somebody could testify the goodness of, of Jesus we don't have to go any further amen, than the first four or five paragraphs of my notes here tonight amen. look where he brought me from Oh, look where he brought me from Look where he brought me from. He brought me out of darkness into his marvelous light. Anybody thankful, amen, for where he brought you from? Anybody glad, amen, that he brought you out of darkness? Come on, that's it, child of God. Testify. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, let's now stop now. He turned on a little more shunned. He nod a Oh Jesus. Hallelujah. man, you can be seated. <laughs> amen. God gave us the power amen, to bear witness. He gave us power to bear witness. Amen. Acts chapter 3 verse 2, and a certain lame man from his mother's womb was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple. Anybody have a problem? Feels like it appears in your life or you're reminded of it daily? Every day you wake up, there it is again, lying at the front door. Every time I walk out, every time I come home, reminded Of this lame situation. Yes that was a pun. Certain man lame. From his mother's womb. Was carried. Whom they laid daily at the gate. Of the temple. Pastor every time they went to church. Same old problem. Every time they walked through those front doors. Are reminded of something that they would like to change. Not going the way that I originally planned it. Amen. I this is not. This isn't going the way I originally planned it. I was going to take, talk about witnessing and testifying. Amen. But this is all right. I'm all right with this. Hallelujah. <clears throat> at the gate of the temple, lay man laying there at the gate of the temple, which is called beautiful, to ask alms of them that entered into the temple. Sure, that got annoying after a while. Who, seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, did what he always did asked an alms. And Peter, fastening his eyes upon him with John, said, Look on us. And he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something of them. Then Peter said, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, give I thee. Friend, I don't have what you're looking for in terms of material goods, monetary solution. I don't have what you are looking for in the natural realm. But I do have a testimony. Testimony. A couple days ago, I was in an upper room. We were waiting, tearing on the presence of the Lord. And the power of God struck us in an unprecedented fashion. And I want to try and give that to you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk and he took him by the right hand and lifted him up and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength and he leaping up stood and walked and entered with him with them into the temple walking and leaping and praising God i want to stop right here for just a moment amen and and observe a few things amen from this lame man he received his the root the root Solution to the root problem. I mean, the root problem was not that he needed more money. His problem was not that he needed another dime, amen, in his cup. The problem was that he was lame and he couldn't care for himself. Amen? Hallelujah. I could get sidetracked there, but we ought not to use the same same excuses that a lame man uses, amen, and just wait for another handout. Amen, but the resolution to the situation, the resolution to the problem was not another handout. The resolution was this man getting off the ground and working a job, taking care of himself so that way he doesn't have to be laid I mean, this guy was at the beck I and mean, was was being cared for all day they picked him up every day took him to the gate beautiful laid him down he didn't walk there he didn't roll himself there and the bible says that they laid him there every day so he was dependent on somebody for that he was dependent on somebody a man for his living for any money that he received but peter said i don't have what you need what you think you need but what I do have is what will really fix the problem. I've got a testimony. I've got to testify to you about the name of Jesus. I want to tell you about a man, amen, who helped me, who brought me off of a fishing boat, amen, living a life, amen, that I thought would be a success, living a life that I thought would be, amen, uh, what I ought to be. But He made me not a fisher but a fisher of men. So that's why I'm here today, lame man. I'm here, amen, to be a fisher of men. I want to reach down, amen, and really help you. Do what the Lord called me to do, amen. So he took him by the right hand, lifted him up. Immediately, his feet and ankle bones received strength, and now it's time to have revival because we see a miracle. And no doubt, if we saw, amen, someone, amen, receive, amen, a notable miracle as this is, amen, we also, we certainly would, amen, capitalize on that as much as possible and have revival. Amen, we certainly would, amen, talk about it. We certainly would praise the Lord about it. We would thank him for what he's done. Amen. And I would say that at some point, amen, it would become normal. Because I remember a sweet old lady named Sister Susie Shaw, Amen. who, Amen. man laid in that women's bathroom back there. A man fell and uh, hit her head on the toilet. Is that correct? And he, she died. And uh, at least the story I got was that she hit her head and died. Is that correct? Oh, she had a heart attack. Okay. Oh, so the reason she fell was because of the heart attack. I see. So, Sister Sus- Susie had a heart attack, but she was dead, that's, and we still talk about it, because, amen, hey man, in, in, my uncle, my uncle, Kenneth was back there, drew a heart in the air, punched it, that makes a little bit more sense now, and uh, <clears throat> heart attack, and uh, so pastor, master church to pray, and he goes back there. So Susie's laid on the floor. Interesting thing, there was a nurse there. She's never been here before, never been here since. I mean, in this service. And she had at some point made it back there and testified to the fact that she was indeed dead. She said, Pastor, I see this every day. I deal with this every day. And that woman was dead. When the pastor went in there and spoke the name of Jesus, the Lord raised her up off the floor. The Lord did that. The power of the Lord, amen, because someone was willing to testify in the name of Jesus. Somebody was willing to go in and talk about in the name of Jesus, <clears throat> okay? Now, I'm thankful for that, Pastor. And I'm not looking for more people to die, but I do want to see more of that. I'd like to see more people that are lame, amen, more people that are deaf, I was talking to, we were at the trunk retreat the other day. And a woman, deaf, and I, I presume mute, daughter, she wasn't talking. That's why I presumed mute. And she asked if we had a deaf ministry. I told her, yeah, we do. We have several people that know how to interpret <clears throat> for the deaf and hard of hearing. I'd rather our deaf ministry pastor be not an interpreter. But the power of God. When they walk in off the street, amen, they have they have a testimony in here. Amen. Of a couple of others that are sitting up here on the front row. Amen. That could tell them that I was deaf before, too. Hallelujah. I that's what the power of God can do. Hallelujah. Amen. But I think many times our focus, amen is misplaced because we talk about the lame man. We talk about Sister Susie. We talk about, amen, perhaps a deaf person receiving healing as I just did. But I want you to notice, amen, in this passage of Scripture. In Acts chapter 2 verse 8, he leaped up, stood, walked, and entered with them into the temple, walking, leaping, and praising God. Sorry for my voice. Verse 9 says, and all the people saw him walking and praising God. They didn't see the problem. They didn't see. They didn't see him, a man stuck in his situation. They saw him walking and praising God. I am thankful for the miraculous revival of Sister Susie Shaw. I am thankful, amen, for the power that God has to heal the deaf. But I'm not focused on that because that's focusing on a problem. Amen. But what I'm focusing on, I mean, is what will take place after the fact. When the power moves in and the healing and deliverance and life-changing amen situation takes place, amen. What are the results of that? Amen. We ought to be walking, amen, and leaping and praising God. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. And the Bible goes on to say in verse 12 that when Peter saw that, when Peter saw that, there were people recognizing this man is walking and praising God. And This man is walking and praising God. Amen. Peter recognized that there were some hungry people. Amen. And he answered unto the people in verse 12 of Acts chapter 3, Ye men of Israel, why marvel ye at this? Or why look you so earnestly on us as though by our own power or holiness we had made this man to walk? Why are you looking at me? Why are you looking at me? I'm going to testify of the goodness of Jesus. I'm going to take this opportunity. Come on. Come on. Hallelujah. Instead of being ashamed, amen, of the power, amen, that rose that man up off the gate ground, amen, amen. He started testifying. He embraced him in the power of God and testified to those people that were watching. Now the critics and the analysts would say, who's this guy? Why is he saying anything? He's just trying to take the spotlight. He's just trying to get all the attention. Amen, but that argument is invalidated, amen, within Peter's own words. Amen, it's not our power. Why do you look on us? Amen. So that's not the true, amen, that's not a true argument. Amen, but you're going to face that. Amen, when you see, amen, somebody receive the gift of the Holy Ghost and these altars, and then you go out and win somebody else, and win somebody else, and win somebody else, and find somebody else and go get somebody else. Man, who's this guy I think he is? He seems like he's a little bit self-righteous. He feels like, hey man, he's somebody. No, he's just giving great, powerful witnesses. Amen, because he's looking for great grace. Yes. <clears throat> With great power, gave the apostles witness of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. This is just an instance, an example, amen, of when the apostles gave great Amen, powerful testimonies of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. And notice what happened. Peter seized the opportunity, noticed that there were hungry people, took advantage, stepped into the witness stand, testified of the goodness of Jesus one more time. In verse 4 of Acts chapter 4 says, How be it many of them which heard the word believed. And the number of the men, pastor, after this particular miracle, if we could just get one, if we could just get one, amen, was about 5,000. Was about 5,000. From one lame person. From one lame miracle. Maybe that's what I should have titled this message. Or maybe I could preach another one. One lame miracle. How are y'all getting it? It's all right. I'm going a little slow. Sir? It's lame. Acts chapter 5, verse 27. And when they, brought him, when they brought them, they set them before the council and the high priest and asked them, saying, did we not straightly command you that you should not teach in this name? And behold, Yev, everybody, does anybody know what the next words are? Build Jerusalem with your doctrine and intend to bring this man's blood upon us. We told you not to say anything. Who knows, amen, as we begin to get into, amen, the throes of advertising and working on this new conference, we'll receive a little pushback. But um, this is when I mean it. So I've said this, I don't care in the past, and I didn't really mean it because I don't want to come across rude. But with this, I really don't care. I don't care, amen, that, that you're not interested in hearing because there's somebody out there that is interested. So if you're not interested, if you don't, if you're not interested in hearing what I have to say, fine. Move aside. I'm looking for somebody that is. No doubt there are going to be some, I mean, that are interested in solely arguing with us. What I believe is greater than I mean, your own version of self-righteousness. Amen. But if we can somehow, through the grace of God and through prayer and discernment, I mean, get through all that, there's going to be, I believe, Pastor, I believe, amen, that there's going to be many souls, amen, that see, amen, what takes place at truth conference. <laughs> Thy word is truth conference. I believe, amen, that there is something, amen, great, amen, not because there is power in and of pastor or us or anybody that's a part of, amen, this conference and coordinating it, amen, but because, amen, that we are walking and praising God. We're walking testimonies, amen, of what God has done. We are living testimonies, pastor, testifying, amen, of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. And how be it many of them which heard the word believed. And the number of the men was about 5,000. I thought it was men. That's why I ran back up here a minute ago because I thought it said 5,000 men. But the number of the men was 5,000. It was more than just 5,000. I'm talking about a lot of people. Okay? Can I get an amen? Amen. Amen. Alright, let's go to another example. I know I'm um, We're good. Acts chapter 6, verse 8. And Stephen, full of faith and power, did great wonders and miracles among the people. Why did Stephen do the miracles and wonders among the people? Why? Because, man, he was giving testimony of the goodness of Jesus. It wasn't because he was trying to get some... Get a put put another miracle on his resume, or I mean, get uh, beef up his you know his portfolio of miracles and wonders. He wasn't looking for another pat on the back, but Stephen, full of faith and this power, did many wonders and miracles, did great wonders and miracles among the people. I mean, this. I'm telling you, that God has a plan for the power that he has given us. God has a plan, amen, for the power, amen, that he has given us. Amen, it was the power that allowed Stephen to testify the gospel to the Sanhedrin council. And when he was coming to the end of his testimony, some didn't like the truth that he was speaking And the Bible says that they gnashed on him with their teeth. Acts chapter 7, verse 55 through 56. But he being full of the Holy Ghost, full of the power, looked up steadfastly into heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing on the right hand of God. And again, representing the power. And said, behold, I see the heavens opened, and the Son of Man standing on the right hand of God. Amen. I even as he was crouched down in pain, amen. I beneath, amen, I the pummeling stones, amen. I Stephen still took the opportunity to give witness and testify of the power of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen, I'm telling you. And it it brought about great result. In Acts chapter 7, verse 57, they cried with a loud voice, uh, stopped their ears, ran upon them with one accord, and cast them out of the city and stoned them. The witnesses laid down their coats at a young man's feet whose name was Saul. Stephen had one convert that day, man by the name of Saul. who went on to write two-thirds of the new testament i know this is all elementary and we all know this information but i'm trying to tie this in amen to the power of god amen this is what the power of god amen sister Becky, you can come i mean this is what the power of god is for this is why we have the power amen it is amen to give witness it is to testify So when we have, amen, new converts, amen, new people, amen, come on a Sunday morning like we did this morning, it's not time, amen, to fold our hands, amen, and put them in our pockets, amen, and sit down, amen, but it's time to testify. It's time to glorify the Lord. It's time to bring honor and glory to his name. Hallelujah. Who knows what kind of results that will bring about might discover and stumble upon the modern day Paul we may run into another layman at the gate he's healed and the many people who knew him knew who he was sitting at the gate every day amen say what happened and about 5,000 men come stumbling into this church and we baptize them in the name of the Lord Jesus <laughs> hallelujah I mean that's what the power's for I said, that's what the power's for. There is a plan for the power of the Holy Ghost. There is a, he didn't just arbitrarily give it to us, amen, but because we diligently sought after the gift of the Holy Ghost, he gave it to us, amen, he didn't just give it to us so we could sit on it, but he said, I've got a plan for it. I want you to go into the city of Olathe, amen, and fill this city with your doctrine, hallelujah acts chapter 1 verse 8 but ye amen if you can stand with me tonight shall receive power after that the holy ghost has come upon you and ye shall be with you amen andrew you amen jaheem you sister nelson you brother brother johnson you sister larissa you sister jasmine you Amen. Shall be witnesses. Both in Olathe, in Olive Gardner, in Lynn Valley, and to the uttermost parts of Kansas City. You shall be witnesses. You shall be witnesses. Hey, that's what the power's for, friend. We've got power. Amen. We've got Holy Ghost power. Let's go tell somebody about it. Let's go tell somebody. Hey, man, you want to come and see all that the Lord has done for me? You want to come and see the wonders that he can do? You you have a problem? Come and see what God can do for it. Oh, let's magnify the Lord here tonight. Come on, somebody. Let's go on forward. Amen. Let's take another step. Amen. Let's move. Let's move out of our comfort zones. Amen. And testify of the power of God. Oh, let's praise Him. Come on, somebody. Amen. These altars are open. Amen. You can respond however you feel. Amen. Let's worship the Lord. Amen. Let's give testimony.